the Corner Andrew Show podcast. Good morning, my many friends. I'm Garner Andrew Show studio usher Teddy Peterson. The Garner Andrew Show presents Worst Ideas Ever. Worst Ideas Ever. You know, I think I'm going to wear my white pants to all you can eat chimichanga night. Worst I say, for can't you see we're trying to do a show here? Here comes another steaming pant load of Garner Andrews show on the Sonic. It's a podcast from Sonic 1029. Hi, I was hoping to talk to Garner. This is Garner. Oh, Garner, this is Kelsey. Kelsey, how's life? First time, long time. Well, good to hear from you, first time, long timer. <laughs> yeah, I don't get to listen to you because I live up in the Yukon. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. What are you uh, What are you doing up there? Looking for gold? Running from your past? Uh, well, I tried. Didn't find any. Yeah. No. What but do I was you love? Calling about the the nap document you were talking about yesterday, Alone in the Wilderness. Oh yeah the uh, the ultimate nap soundtrack is a documentary called Alone in the Wilderness with a guy named Dick Prenicky, who. Um, Cashed, I think he's from Seattle, and he just sort of cashed out. He retired, and he moved to the middle of Alaska. And we're nowhere near a town. He just moved to the middle of Alaska and lived off the land. Yeah, isn't it the coolest thing you've ever seen? It is. I think I watch it because I think there's no way in the world I could do that. But I no. watch it as sort of a guy going, I wish I could do that. Oh, God, yes. I loved that show. Loved it. And it's exactly what it's like up here. Are you totally off the grid wherever you live? Um, sort of. I'm close. We're at the very edge of cell phone reception. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you do but, for, like, what do you do for fun up there when you're not working? Uh, fishing, hiking, uh, going for drives. Going for drives? Okay. Lots of people go hunting. Yeah, there's nothing but roads that go forever and ever and ever. Yeah, I just, I always imagine it's really quiet up there. It is, very. It's almost too quiet sometimes, but I love it. The, there is an expression that says, um, you know, the silence is deafening. And yeah. if you've ever been somewhere really, really remote, you'll know exactly what it, it's like. The, the silence is, <laughs> it's almost distracting. Yeah, it is. Well, and when you hear, when you see the northern lights, and it's that quiet, you can actually hear them. I have heard them. People think I'm crazy, but I think I've heard them. <laughs> Anyways, I wanted to tell you about another nap documentary. Well, it's not a documentary. It's a show. But okay. It's really good perfect, for for, perfect for napping, too. What is it? Uh, Bob Ross. Have you ever heard of him? Oh, yeah. The Joy of Painting was, I think, yes. we, the Joy of Painting is the cherry atop the nap Sunday. Yeah, that and golf. Yeah. It's time for Music News You Can Use with Bryce Kelly. It's Wednesday, March 26th, and this is what's making news. There's some good news for the Sonic ladies, as Coldplay frontman Chris Martin is now a swinging bachelor. He and his wife Gwyneth Paltrow announced that they're splitting up. Martin, meanwhile, will be on The Voice starting next week, and Coldplay released a brand new album in May. Sonic! Smashing Pumpkins have announced plans to release not one, but two full-length albums. Those are going to come out in 2015. They already have names. 
One is going to be called Monuments to an Elegy, and the other one is going to be called Day for Night. And Tokyo Police Club are celebrating the release of their latest album, Force Field. It was unleashed yesterday. They also released a music video for the first single, Hot Tonight. That does it for another edition of Music News You Can Use on Sonic. Sonic 102.9. Earlier today we were talking to Kelsey, who is listening in Northwest... No, the Yukon. And uh, we were talking about beards again. Kelsey? Yeah, well, I talk, I heard you talking about the beard transplants yesterday. Yeah, yeah, you can pay seven grand and get a beard transplanted on your face. Yeah, well, I think it's great. I think it's absolutely great. Well, of course you do, because you live in, where, where, you're the Yukon? Yeah. All the guys up there. It's probably when you get to the border, they probably hand you a beard, right? That's why I moved up here, was for the beard. Strictly for the beard. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh my God. When the guys go out to uh, guide in the summer and they come back after not shaving or cutting their hair. Oh man, so good. I have no idea that this many Sonic girls found (laughs) beards that hot. Oh man, especially a big, thick, full beard. Like you gotta, you can't be scraggly. You still gotta trim it and comb it once in a while. The mustache too, if you can get the mustache all curled on the end. Really? I I didn't think the girls liked that. Oh, yeah, up here they do. Well, I know what I'm doing wrong. I need to grow a great big bushy beard. Yeah, you can be completely bald as long as you got a beard. Who cares? I'm doing it. Okay. Hey, (laughs) Kelsey, good to hear from you. Thanks for calling. All right, thanks. Okay. I can't, overwhelmingly, the girls love a guy with a beard. I don't think I talked to a single girl who said, bleh, not a single one. Uh, beards, beards, beards. Everywhere you look, somebody has a beard. You there, go ahead. Hi, I want to weigh in on the beard talk. Please. Okay, beard chat. Overwhelmingly, the girls say they <laughs> love a guy with a big, bushy beard. I'd have to disagree. Um, and I'd have to say it really depends upon the whole package. It's not just the beard. It's the whole grooming thing. So, meaning what? Meaning that if they're kept well, they're tidy, they don't smell like, you know, they've been out in the bush for three weeks. I'm kind of concerned about that young lady who just called about saying the bushier the better. Um, that that disturbs me. So, obviously, if it's clean, if they look nice, if they're nice people, yeah, a well-kept beard is fine. But uh, I, the unruly, big, bushy stuff... No, thank you. Okay. Interesting. The uh, I think we've been talking about this for about three days on the show, just on and off, because we started talking about that doctor in the U.S. that for seven grand, he will do a beard implant on a guy. A guy that, unfortunately, can't grow a beard. You can get beard implants. <laughs> and that is, I think that's the first call from a woman saying, mm-mm, do not like a beard on a guy. She qualified it a bit. I think she said if it was clean and they're nice people, yeah, fine and dandy. But overwhelmingly, like I said, the girls dig that beard. The Modern Rock Tour. The Modern Rock Tour. Sonic Scott. The Modern Rock Tour with Garner Andrews and so much more. Can you guess what's behind the Modern Rock Tour? Ooh. 
this sonic rock tour continues to puzzle and amaze. Bo was on this morning and he missed out on a pile of cash because he thought it was Arcade Fire Rebellion. Well, sorry, Bo, old boy. You're going to have to park it and make a guess another day. $2,602 is going to be up for grabs on Thursday morning to win that money. Just name the right song and the right band. Tune into the Garner Andrews Show weekday week, 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 mornings at 820 as the modern rock door jackpot grows. Sonic 1029. Oh, Sonic 1029. Modern rock. You know, we had a dreamer on the show yesterday morning. He was talking. No, he was imagining what life would be like if he could wear a brand new pair of socks every single day. He was having a new sock day yesterday and it does feel pretty good. And now we have a ray of sunshine in the phone here who uh, says she does exactly that. Really? I do wear a new pair of socks every day, and I'm not even joking. Really? I'm the sock unicorn. (laughs) So what do you do with the old ones? Just throw them in the garbage every night? No, I wash them, and then I give them away to when you give your clothes away. Wow. How much is a pair of socks? That you can, if you go to Walmart and you pick the right brand and you buy the the big pack, mm-hmm. so it's like twenty pairs of socks for ten dollars. And by no means they're not Calvin Klein, but they're good socks. And then they just go in the laundry, and then they go in the Salvation Army bag, and I get to have new socks every day, and it's the greatest thing ever. It does seem do it. does seem a little decadent, doesn't it? It does, but. I stopped smoking in order to facilitate this, so... Now, was this a treat for quitting smoking, or were you just that much of a fan of new socks that you said, I gotta quit smoking so I can afford to feed my habit, my sock habit? No, lifetime dream, lifetime dream. Uh-huh. Went to Fort McMurray for a couple of years and finally was making the sort of money where that sort of indulgence was like, you know what, that's what I'm gonna do. It does. Then I came it, back to Edmonton and was like, well, I can't afford to do that anymore. It just seems silly, so I'm going to quit smoking so I can buy my salt. Uh, and it's one of those things that makes you an interesting person. It does. Like, you know that part on Jeopardy every night where they come back for that awkward banter between Alex Trebek and the contestants where he reads his card and says, it says here you were a spelling bee cha- and nobody cares, but if he read your card, it says here that you wear a new pair of socks every day. Exactly. I would be riveted to the TV. And I have happy, happy feet every day. Yeah. And happy feet are a happy life. So yeah. if you would spend $2,000 on a new television for yourself and not think twice about it, if you could have a year's worth of socks for under $200. Okay. You hey, know? What, uh, what is your first name? My first name is Danielle. Okay, Danielle, thanks. Make sure more people get new socks, Garner. Sure, sure, okay. It's the Garner Andrews Show to Go. Want to hear more stuff like this? Check out the Lane Mitchell Podcast. Available for free at sonic1029.com. I just wanted to call about uh, that new Black Keys song. Yeah, what do you think? Not really impressed. (laughs) To be honest, even if that was the first time I heard anything by the Black Keys, didn't really catch my ear, but... uh, Kind of listening to their earlier stuff where it was really uh, bluesy and soulful. Uh, yeah, that was almost seemed like fluff to me. Even well, uh, say that new U2 song that they've kind of redone a little bit of their sound, trying to be a bit more modern. You can still tell it's U2, and this kind of just sounds like someone else. 
Yeah, well, I, I find, I wouldn't have recognized just the music with the new Black Keys, I don't think. But the minute Dan Auerbach starts singing, then I totally... Fair enough, yeah. I get it. But I think for, um, for me personally, what always attracted me to Black Keys was the fact that it sounded really kind of loose and cobbled together. But a like, bit raw. Yeah, in a good way. Like a couple mm -hmm. of guys in a rundown garage somewhere in Ohio... And, and now we've waited, we've been teased about new Black Keys for probably a year now, and it's taking forever, and then we finally get it, and it's way too polished. It's overproduced the gills. Yeah, and for a, two, for a duo, this is two guys, and uh, are the drums even real in that yeah, song? Yeah, let's see them do this live. Well, the, to me, it's like... The, one of the stars of Black Keys is Patrick Carney, the drummer, because his drumming style is kind of... And this isn't a poke at him. It sounds a little amateurish at times, but that's what makes the sound of the Black Keys. And then you polish it up with fake drums? What? Yeah, no kidding. Okay. Podcast. I was laying in bed last night, and I turned to my husband, and I said, so did you hear the new Black Keys song? And he said, no. So I opened up YouTube and I started playing it. And I said, I don't know if maybe when I was listening to the radio, they just maybe announced it and played the wrong song. So I'm going to play it again. It doesn't sound like them. No. And uh, look, I'm all for bands exploring and branching out a little bit. But you and maturing and trying new things. Yeah, but I mean, they, they had a, a really signature sound. And the last guy that you were talking to kind of hit the nail on the head like it's raw and it's soulful and it's I don't know it just it's I'm sure if it came from any other band it would be okay but it just it caught me off guard like crazy it's uh, for me I listened to it four times in a row yesterday afternoon trying to put <laughs> my finger on it trying to figure out what it was I do I sort of like that keyboard sound in it I don't They're mind calling that. it the hockey rink keyboard well I, I, sort of, yeah. I don't mind it at all that cheesy for FISA ask sort of organ or keyboard, whatever that... It was very, very popular back in 60s garage rock. So I can sort of see how you might incorporate that in your new sound. But what I what I can't get past is it's way too locked in. Like mm -hmm. the tempo is absolutely perfect. And what yep. you want from that style of music, from bands like Black Keys, is you want to know that it's real. So if the tempo drifts slightly from time to time in the song, that's a good thing. That's what makes it... This one does not drift at all. Yeah, there's no heart in it. It's just... It's it's very... Um, Polished. Yeah. Yeah. Sonic Podcast. Bryce Kelly, welcome back to the studio again, my friend. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, weird afternoon yesterday. I, you know, I like going to movies in the middle of the afternoon because I'm working on my PhD in leisure. Sure, yeah, and they're normally quiet. And <gasps> what happened yesterday, though? Oh, oh my God! It's like usually I go to a movie on a Wednesday or a Tuesday afternoon, and it's me and maybe one or two other people. Right. There were probably 200 people in the theater yesterday afternoon. What? Yeah, I went and saw that new. Uh, Wes Anderson, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay, yeah, sure. And I, I literally thought that I would get there and be the only guy there. No packed. And the woman behind me, the whole time, she, every time, she, and by the way, Bryce, I will, I've confessed this on the air before, I will confess again every single time I do it, I will confess so that they change their ways at Cineplex. 
I went somewhere else, I bought my treat, and I muled it into the movie theater. Sure, saved yourself a little coin. It's not even that. It's no? I'm doing everybody else in the movie theater a favor because I love nibs. Super mm-hmm. nibs? Sure. The long ones that aren't broken into little pieces? Okay. They don't sell super nibs at the movie theater. They only sell the regular nibs. And with the regular nibs, you've got to take 30 or 40 trips into that bag <laughs> oh, during see. the course. And you... <laughs> It makes a horrible racket. Oh, I see. So getting the super nibs is a noise reduction strategy on your part. Exactly. I so see. say thank you, moviegoers. Wow. That's why I do it. So Cineplex, start carrying the super nibs and I'll start buying my... I still buy a Diet Coke when I get there, so I'm still spending some money. But the woman behind me, she had a bag of popcorn and she made it last the entire movie because every single time she'd pull a handful, I could hear her eating it, but then she'd <laughs> roll up the... Like, fold the bag up? Gotta keep that freshness sealed in. (laughs) Every single time. Wow. Unbelievable. The movie was good. I enjoyed the movie. You see, it would ruin the movie for me. I'm the kind of person, when you go to a movie at that time of day, and there's more than three people there, I get upset. I know. It's like, what do you... Well, I think I even send out a tweet. Well, who's shoveling coal into the engines of commerce if you're all in this movie theater? Yeah, that's kind of bizarre. Everyone played hooky on the same day. Then there were the clappers at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You're not a clap guy? No. There were two guys sitting right behind me and over, like, on the other side of the aisle. As soon as the credits roll... Who who are you applauding? I don't know. Who's hearing this applause? Wes Anderson, you're on the other side of the screen? Come on. (laughs) It was weird. Yeah, it is strange. I've heard heard those two, and it, it, it weirds me out. If I was taking a girl out on a date and she was a movie clapper, I don't think there'd be a second date. Wow. No. You know what? I, I have to agree with you. And same if someone rolling up their popcorn every time. I couldn't do it. The Garner Andrew Show to go. How you doing? Good. Good. Uh, this is Dano, the dude that is currently keeping uh, your panther under control. Ooh, my black velvet. <laughs> this is a weird story because it, Joel it really from uh, well, a, a guy named Joel gave me a painting. It's a black velvet painting of a panther sprawled out on a tree branch. Yeah. And it's fantastic. It was hanging in my office for a few years. Yeah. And then I decided I'd go with a more grown-up office. Yeah, well, you gotta move on sometimes. Yeah. So I gave it to Adam Thompson. Adam yeah. Thompson sold it on Kijiji. <laughs> For five dollars, no less. I can't believe he did that. <laughs> and it's it, it sort of—he should have offered it back to me. So, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. You responded to the ad on Kijiji, you, having no idea who was selling it. You showed Not up at Adam Thompson's house, and you're like, "Oh my God, it's at!" And you bought <laughs> the Black Panther painting. Totally. And now you posted a picture over the weekend of it hanging in your basement. Looks fantastic. I've decked that thing out pretty good, I think. Yeah, it's 1964 in your basement. That <laughs> green pretty, sectional couch is a beauty. Is that ridiculous? That's actually kind of why I called you, because that is the example of my uh, amazing Kijiji find. Yeah, it's... Uh, right? I'm going to have to... You know what? Post the picture on Twitter again and... I got. I have a better picture of that couch that I'll, I'll tag you in. But. It's 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 1964 probably, and it's yeah. this that green, super scratchy, uncomfortable fabric. <laughs> yeah. But it's a sectional. It's a beautiful couch. It's crazy. Yeah, totally. And wildly uncomfortable to sit on or lay on. 
You know what? Surprisingly, it's actually not that bad. I think it's probably just because it's so worked in that it's, it's really actually decently comfortable. Yeah. But, now, you were talking about that was your super amazing garage sale find or whatever. Yeah, could, could could you, you, whatever. How yeah, much totally. did you pay for that thing? You know what? I kind of, I think I probably overpaid, but I had to. It was it was 400 bucks. Mm. But for a couch from the 70s, that's probably a little bit expensive. But with all that being said, when I saw it, I'm like, oh, I just can't walk away. I had to, I had to buy it. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, are you a single guy? Oh, that I am. Yeah, because there's no way in the world that that would ever make it into a married guy's house. <laughs> this is the Garner Andrews Show to go. Like, get the hell out of here.